Hello, America and all who love her. Happy Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm coming to you from sunny Miami, Florida, and this is the Patriot Power Hour with Maria on WSQF Blink Radio 94.5 FM Key Biscayne and WSQFRadio.com everywhere else in the world. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope to make your lunch hour more interesting and thought-provoking. I am your host, Maria, and this week we have a special edition of the Patriot Power Hour for you. You are free to send me your thoughts, questions, compliments, criticisms, or requests for sponsorship info to the Patriot Power Hour at gmail.com. Now, this is a nonprofit station, so it's commercial free, but we can have sponsors. That's a hint to any of you out there who run your own businesses and can make the decision to sponsor or be a silent partner. For now, for my opening remarks, why so much hatred for Donald Trump, a president who kept all of his promises and made America more prosperous than ever in history? Everyone, including blacks and Hispanics, were making more money than ever before. Everything cost less than ever before. The border was closing to all with malintent. The abundance of happiness was glorious. The world was never safer. The economy never stronger. Our constitutional freedoms were protected. And love for our country was at an all-time high. So why so much loathing from the so-called party of peace? Because of what I just listed. You see, Hillary was supposed to deliver America to the World Economic Forum's globalists but she lost. All of us who are sick of these lifelong crooked politicians enriching themselves with our tax dollars appreciated a citizen standing up for us and saying, enough. So after Trump won, the WEF figured he's for sale like the rest of America's corrupt politicians, and they invited him to join the World Economic Forum. But unlike other world leaders who are all ready to sell out their countries for more money, he refused them. And this infuriated the WEF, letting loose the wrath of the world upon him. So if you think this is just the Democrats who are after Trump, you need to start doing your homework. It's literally Trump and us against the world. This is about the Great Reset. I suggest reading Glenn Beck's book on it by the same name. It's quite eye-opening. Here's Trump giving a speech to the World Economic Forum, telling them he's not going to sell it America so he can gain more power. committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country. Basically, he let them know America is not going to join in on their takeover of the world by a manufactured mass hysteria called global warming. Now the Democrat leaders are definitely in on the WF's game and are profiting off of it enormously. How, you wonder? Well, every penny that goes into some bogus green initiative goes right back to the politicians who funded the project via campaign contributions. Funding anything green for a politician is literally laundering are our hard-earned tax dollars into their crooked pockets. All the money Biden and sends to the Green New Deal initiatives, like half of the $739 billion in this fake Inflation Reduction Act, goes to China. This is his way of paying them back for the $31 million they funneled via crackhead hunter and plausible deniability gym. If China gives you $31 million, they want $31 trillion in return. And every penny American companies spend in China using their slave labor to help CEOs buy bigger yachts goes into China buying up America and the rest of the Western Hemisphere. We're literally funding China's takeover of our own country and the poisoning of our citizens with fentanyl. American companies like Nike condone China using citizen slaves by looking the other way. And those in the electric energy industry pretend child's labor in Africa doesn't exist. Here's Nancy Pelosi ready to gaslight us telling us that China is this wonderful free country. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a little bit. Democracy, yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's just 
I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. Amazing. China's a wonderful country, right out of Nancy Pelosi's mouth. I guess the Uyghurs, China's slave citizens, and their children in Africa mean nothing to her. The Democrats don't care about people. They only care about lining their personal pockets and attaining more and more power to do so. China's atrocities make the devil blush. Like the saying goes, Nancy, tell me who you hang around with and I'll tell you who you are. China, Biden, and Nancy are all birds of an evil, greedy feather. When Trump told the World Economic Forum to F off, two days later, Jabba the Hutt, also known as a wicked, face-melting George Soros, addressed the WEF with this message about Trump just being a short setback in their takeover of America. This is amazing. I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world, but I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020. You hear that? It'll disappear in 2020. He was assuring the WF not to worry. They will come guns blazing to take down Trump in 2020, and they did. This human maggot, who once was a Jewish Nazi, mind you, has been trying to destroy this country in the name of the WEF for years now, spending billions of his own money to do so. He is the one responsible for all the thug-loving DAs setting violent criminals free to prey upon us honest, hardworking taxpayers. He is the one funding Antifa and BLM to burn down cities, kill innocent people, including police officers, loot stores, and frame Trump supporters on January 6th. He is the one funding the millions of immigrants crossing our borders illegally, tying up the guards so cartels can smuggle in China's fentanyl, gangs, terrorists, rapists, drunk drivers, save sex traffickers, and evil under the sun so they can come and kill as many Americans as possible. Soros is intent on delivering America to the WEF, and weaken at Bernie Joe is his puppet president. Here is Jeffrey Sachs, a sustainable development goals advocate for the UN, complaining in 2020 that Trump won't go along with their scheme to wipe out our borders so they can establish a new world order under the leadership of the WEF and China. Of course, not in so many words. And it is a dangerous country right now. It will be absolutely dangerous if Trump wins re-election. Yeah, that's how, there's, that's how dangerous Trump is to them. It's incredible. So why so much hatred for Trump? To take America back for the WEF in 2020 and keep him from ever leaving them in the dust again. This is not about the Democrats. They're just a cog in the WEF wheel. There is a much bigger picture, friends. And yes, the Democrats are the conduits, but all the mayhem in America is coming from Soros and the WEF. The hatred towards Trump is being fomented with the help of the American left-wing propaganda machine at the behest of the media moguls who are in bed with the WEF. Trump standing up to the entire world on our behalf is why so many people who know what's really happening in the world are so devoted to him. Here he is at the UN letting them know he has our backs. And this is why we love him. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. Absolutely. Shortly after he gave that speech, COVID-19 was unleashed on the world, bringing Trump's booming economy to his knees. Coincidence? I think not. Yet this doesn't stop Trump supporters from showing their love by organically planning and executing huge caravans all over the country to show their support. They packed stadiums, regardless of COVID, to see a man who unselfishly gave up his cushy billionaire lifestyle purely to save America from the evil forces intent on destroying this country. Trump continually filling up stadiums, still to this day, absolutely terrifies him. He's a rock star, so they must stop him at all costs. The Democrats are supposed to bring America into the WEF fold too. It's an all hands on deck to stop Trump from running again in 2024, hence the January 6th Kangaroo Court Committee. And last week's indecent raid on Mar-a-Lago, 
They know it's going to be impossible to pull off another rigged election without looking suspicious a second time around, especially knowing tons of Democrat voters whose egos are not so inflated that they can admit their party has gone awry are jumping ship for the betterment of this great nation. World War III is on, people, and Trump is the only thing standing between us and the WEF's global domination. The Democrats will not be humiliated again. It is imperative goal for them to take down Trump. It is up to us citizens to be sure it doesn't happen again. The silent majority needs to pull their heads up out of the sand and get loud. We need to start calling our representatives and senators to let them know we're on to them. We need to join Republican clubs and get involved in the trajectory of this great country. We and the Republicans absolutely need to protect Trump from those intent on stopping him from running in 2024. Our future generations need us. We need Trump to run again now more than ever. Now, the recordings you just heard are from a fabulous video called This Is Why You Must Hate Donald Trump by Michael Matt of Remnant TV. Google him to see all of his videos. They're super informative. And uh, he has actually quite a few videos on there. Anyways, um, so I decided to do a special edition because out of just for fun, I said, you know what? Let me make a list of all the atrocities the Democrats have done. And I couldn't believe how many came to my mind. And so we're going to start from the very beginning of why I can't be a Democrat. And, uh, and we're going to start going way back into history, into the 1800s and the Civil War. I can't be part of a, of a party that was literally created to keep laxist slaves and who turned this country upside down in order to do so. I can't be part of a party that founded the KKK. And now they're trying to throw that stink on us, trying to call all of us white supremacists when they're the ones who started the KKK. Incredible. I can't be part of a party that fought 100% against women's right to vote. And then they put it on us that we're the misogynists. You see how this goes? They fought 100% against blacks having the right to vote. But we're the racists. See how they steal everything? They steal everything. I can't be part of a party that is that, that participates in burning the American flag. I guarantee you no Republican has ever burned the American flag. I guarantee you no Republican has ever knelt to the national anthem. But yet, they're happy to do so. They really hate this country. They think this country is horrible. Their protests inevitably turn into riots. They're burning down buildings, looting stores, killing innocent people and police officers. And you know what they hated? They hated that whenever Trump's people got together, it's all families, all God-loving, fearing people. Everybody, now the riots on January 6th, that was totally invented by the Soros Antifas and the FBI undercover agents. They, that was a total, total entrapment of Trump's supporters. And this is all meant to scare us all. This is all meant to shut us all up. They are literally going out there with teams of FBI agents picking up over 850 people who all they did was walk into the Capitol and take photos as the police escorted them in. And now they're all going to jail. This is the world we're living in. This is Cuba. Cuba is here. Cuba is here. If you speak against these people, they will take you away. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being a little crazy doing this show. But I, I, I just, I can't. I can't stay quiet any longer. I can't. Now, these people are going around defunding the police and vilifying them. And then they want to set criminals free upon us. And then they want to take away our guns. Isn't that wonderful? I think that's called a recipe for disaster, for mayhem, and for anarchy. That's what it is. And that's what they want. They want to destroy this country. Just notice every single city that they run. Every city they run is absolutely destroyed. San Francisco used to be the most beautiful city in the country, and now it is, it is basically destroyed. It is, it is turned into a slum. Now, you can still go there as a citizen and probably stay out of all that area. Like, you can go to Cuba, 
and still see all the pretty some tourists say, oh, Cuba's so beautiful. You know, like people go to still go to San Francisco. San Francisco. Well, guess what? Go live there. Go live there and go deal with all the crime there inside the suburbs and the people living in the urban part. Not in the little hotels where you're there for a couple of days and, oh, how pretty, how pretty. No, live there. Go live in Cuba. It's not that pretty. It's not that great. When I moved to New York, I was 24 years old, and uh, Koch was, was the mayor. It was, it was the pit of the world, the armpit of the world. There was graffiti. There was rats. There was homeless people. There was drug dealers. There was prostitutes. Uh, Times Square was a complete, total, total waste of an area. It was overrun by peep shows and drug dealers and prostitutes. And then it got even worse under Dinkins. Now, what happened once Giuliani came in? It turned into the beautiful, beautiful, shining city that we all got to see just a couple years ago. Now it's destroyed again. Now it's back to the Dinkins. Of, what's the one factor that's changing there? Every city that Democrats run, they run it into the ground. Chicago, Baltimore, New Orleans, L.A., New York City, they're all destroyed. The people, the regular citizens who pay the ta- who pay the salaries of the people who are destroying the cities should be pissed off and need to vote these people out. This, this party, the Democrats, they stopped the border wall. Why would you stop the border wall? Because they want to leave, leave us vulnerable to the, to the worst elements of every country possible. That's why. They have a deal with China to leave the wall open. They encourage good, innocent families to seek freedom. And to, but in doing so, they're walking thousands of miles in horrific, horrific situations with thieves and gun runners and sex slave traffickers, drug runners, rapists, murderers, and they're subject to unspeakable crimes. Young girls are being turned into sex slaves. Babies are left in the desert by the side of the river. And all this because the Democrats want to import future voters. They could not care less the mayhem these, these people are bringing to the streets to our tax. When I see all these people coming in, and I'm, I, the other day I was with a friend, we're seeing, we're screaming, who are going to pay for all these people? We are. We're going to pay for all these people. Every single penny that the government spends comes out of our hard-earned money. I'm going to say it in every show. I want an audit. I want to know what these people are spending our money on because it's stupidity. They're wasting it on bogus investigations and bogus impeachments. These people are letting the Mexican cartel flood our country with China's fentanyl. It's killing over 100,000 of our 18 to 45-year-olds. That's our workforce. How can this president not even mention this? Not even, they haven't even gone to the border. And Kamala, the border czar, that's in quotations, she's useless. She is completely useless. I'm sure at the, at the end of this, they will come up and invent some type of spin to her doing something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's going to be quite the challenge for whoever has to do it. And the other, and last week, they were saying that Biden was having a great week. What? Oh, because there was zero inflation. What's zero inflation? It turned out to zero because the gas prices went down, not because of anything he did, but because people are too poor to drive. I know I've cut my driving down quite a bit. I will only drive if I absolutely need to. So, yeah, so demand's gone down, so the prices have gone down. Nothing to do with whatever Biden did. Nothing to do with him. I bet he'll take credit. Everything else went up. The gas going down is what made the inflation zero, but everything else went up. So those people who don't drive cars and those of us who are driving them as little as possible, that zero inflation doesn't mean anything to us. The grocery bills are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's eating up our money faster and faster. It's getting very scary out here. All right, back to my list. We're not number 15. These people push racism at school. They're supposed to be the ones who are, I don't see color, you shouldn't see color, you shouldn't see. But all they do is label people and label people and label people. That's all they see. When they see you, when they see me, they just see a white Hispanic woman. They don't see anything else. I was brought up not to even notice 
sex or color or religion. I just noticed a person. Are you a decent person? Are you a considerate person? There are only two types of people in this world. The considerate and the inconsiderate. That's it. I don't care who you go to bed with. I don't care who you pray to. I don't care what the color of skin is or your hair or your eyes. What does that have to do with anything? The only thing that matters in this world is do you follow the golden rule? Do you treat people the way you want to be treated? I would rather have a black gay guy stay with me as my guest in my house than a white Cuban woman if the white Cuban woman is a pig and doesn't have any manners and the black gay guy is a super considerate, clean person who says please and thank you and, and picks up after themselves and is considerate. I have no patience for selfish people. And these people, all they do is push racism. And now they put the critical race theory, trying to pretend like they're, like they're trying to wipe out racism. No, this is just fertilizing racism. These poor kids have no clue. Children are brought up not knowing there's any difference between themselves. And these people want to bring it to their attention? No, you know what? Stick to reading, writing, and arithmetic and leave our kids alone, really. These people encourage transgender men to mix in with toddlers and young children, such as in runway shows and reading to them at libraries. What is that about? You know what? I didn't mind people having their strange predilections and all that. As long as they keep it to themselves, don't go passing it along to children. Don't try to validate yourself by using young children. It's disgusting, to tell you the truth. Leave them alone. Leave our children alone. These people go ballistic when our governor passes a law that no one's allowed to speak to children between the ages of five and eight about sex. And then the other side lies about it and says it's the anti-gay law. And it says nothing in there about being gay. Zero. These people are perpetual, compulsive liars. It has nothing to do with that. Anybody who wants to speak to a five or eight-year-old about sex is a pervert. The only one who should be speaking to your children about sex is your parents. That's it. And if the parents aren't up to it, don't worry about it. When the kid turns into a teenager, other teenagers will tell them. That's the good old-fashioned way, actually, is, you know, you'll just find out when you get to that age. When you start getting to high school, you'll learn. But no, it's good for parents to talk to their children. But really, it's now you're targeting five to eight-year-olds that's just per perversions. That's what it is. And now they're trying to dilute the male and female genders with pronoun nonsense and LGBTQ compliance and pregnant men emojis. I mean, really, I've heard about trying to slow down the population growth, but trying to convince women that they're men at a young age so that they don't grow up and have children is really going a little overboard, don't you think? I think it's absolutely nuts what these people are trying to do. And now they're defending men in women's bathrooms, prompting perverts to pretend to be trannies so they can stalk uh, girls and boys, I mean girls and women in the bathrooms. I heard of this story of this grandmother, an 80-year-old grandmother who was at a YMCA. And while she was getting dressed, and those little curtains are, they don't go from side to side. You can totally see in there if you want to. She hears a man's voice, and she sees a man looking at her through the edge of the uh, curtain. This is an 80-year-old woman. And he goes, and these are little girls who are not in the dressing room are getting undressed in front of him. And he's wearing a girl's bathing suit, pretending to be a transsexual. And she tells him to get out. You know what happened? They threw the 80-year-old woman out. Apparently, this man worked for the place, for the YMCA. This is what's happening. This is how, same as when you have pedophiles going into the priesthood. The priesthood doesn't turn men into pedophiles. The pedophiles go into an, a, a vocation that gives them access to what they want, which is children. So these men that are going dressing up like women to go into, into women's bathrooms are pretending to be tranny so they can do their peeping on other on women. I'm not saying that all trannies are fake, but I'm saying the, the, that kid who raped the two girls in the school, how, how's he a tranny and still wanting to rape girls? 
And how's this guy over here just sitting in the bathroom looking at little girls getting undressed? And yet the 80-year-old grandmother is the one that gets thrown out of the YMCA. And she's banned from there from now on. The world is upside down. These people have literally turned this country upside down. Letting physical men compete against girls in sports? That means that whoever's a third place winner will now be fourth and not get, get the, uh, get the uh, ribbon. Because he'll, they'll always be the man in the first, second, or third at least. And if a man gets beat by a girl, shame on him. But shame on him to begin with to be there in the first place. You know you're cheating. You know you have a different body. You know you have different lung capacity. People like Leah Thomas, if they want to break barriers, should be the first women to swim against men. It's the complete opposite of what they're doing. Because what they're doing is absolutely a travesty to female sports. But these, the Democrats, are the ones who are all for women. Women power, women power. Yet, I noticed that almost every single man who was put in jail for attacking women and for being a sexual deviant, and those that haven't been, are all Democrats. But they're for women power. Give me a break. And now they want to start vaccinating, giving hormone blocker therapy, and, and, uh, and, um, and, uh, uh, pregnancy, pregnancy, uh, a test to children behind our back. This is amazing. These people, I saw Biden giving a speech that the children aren't ours, that they're everyone's. These are everyone's children. No, no, keep your hands, you keep your mitts off our children, okay? You guys have completely different morals than ours, and it is on the floor these days. They have the military concentrating on te teaching pronouns and are firing soldiers who aren't vaccinated instead of building up and preparing for the possibility of a World War III, a real outright World War III, thanks to whoever's running this country ineptness. These people are proponents of partial birth abortion and harvesting fetuses for sale. There's a lot to say about abortion because I have a lot of friends who are pro-choice. And I was for a time, but then I realized I really couldn't, couldn't explain to myself how it's okay to snuff out a soul. If you go past the 16 weeks, and that's, that's what they have determined, is when the brain and the heart starts ticking away. Once there's a brain wave and there's a heart ticking, there's a soul. So abortion up to 16 weeks, uh, I mean, I don't like abortion at all, but I can handle that if, there's, if, it's, if it's just a little blob at that moment. But that little blob is still a person. But if you, I really wholeheartedly believe that if you stop a brainwave and a heartbeat, you have snuffed out a soul that God gave you. But these people are godless, so they don't care. This child is just, you know, a nuisance for them. Now, I don't feel like being fat for nine months, even though there's a lot of families out there that are dying for, to adopt babies. I can't be bothered for nine months. I can't embarrass my family. Let me do the easy thing. Let's kill this kid. Okay, very good. Anyways, I mean, the morning after pill, up to 16 weeks, I don't have a problem with. But once you get to that bigger stage, I have a big problem with it. All right? Because somebody has to protect those poor children. They, and by the way, Planned Parenthood was created by Margaret Sanger to stop blacks from procreating. That's another wonderful Democratic little uh, feather in their cap. This is what the Democrats do. Margaret Sanger started Planned Parenthood to stop blacks from procreating. How it went into the white societies, she probably is not happy about. She was a super racist. And she was a Democrat. And here... And Biden goes and says he's going to reunite the country and ran on uniting the country, and he did everything opposite, starting with the anti-vaccine anti shaming, having families and friends fight with each other, having families and friends have given up with each other over this vaccine mandate. And now we find out that almost everybody I know that's gotten vaccinated has gotten sick, has gotten COVID, and everyone I know who hasn't, hasn't. All the stuff I've read on the vaccine and all the videos I've, saw, I've seen of Dr. McCullough and other doctors out there, they say that this vaccine has actually made your immunities weaker. So 
We won't know for a long time what this vaccine is going to do, but there are, there are people dying from it already and dying from it within days of taking it. There's 40,000 people have already been, been uh, recorded of dying from the vaccine. And I'm sure that number is growing. That 40,000 was a number taken a while ago. I'm sure that number is climbing. But will this government ever tell you about it? Absolutely not. They need to push that vaccine to get that money to their little friends in, the, in Big Pharma who give them so much money in campaign contributions. See how this goes around in circles? This is all one big circle of putting money in their pockets, money in their pockets, money in their pockets. That's all they care about. They couldn't care less about us. The vaccine is all a Big Pharma money laundering scheme is all it is. And I will have nothing to do with it or putting any, any horrible, anything made up by these, by these evil people. Absolutely not. Now, another thing, pushing political correctness. These are the people who are offended if you say Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. And we're supposed to say Happy Holidays because, oh my, some snowflake out there may melt. How dare you? You know what? I'm not going to say Merry Christmas to somebody in a sari. I know not to say Merry Christmas to somebody like that. And if I see somebody wearing a yarmulke, I know to say, you know, Happy Hanukkah to them. But this is a Judeo-Christian country. The people moving here are supposed to acclimate to us. Not that they have to change their religion. They can still uh, uh, worship whoever they want. But don't get offended and make us twist and turn to accommodate you. You are coming here. All right? So this nonsense of worrying about God being in, in, a, in the Pledge of Allegiance and all that because it offends people. Well, you know what? If it offends people and they don't like it, they can move back to the country they came from. See if that offends them. All right? This is the, this is the, the party that used spying on the presidential opponent using a bogus Pfizer warrant and getting away with it. This, this spying on Trump's candidacy was, makes Watergate look like a picnic. But because it wasn't physical men going into a, into a room and physically taking files like it's 1970, and it was all done through through high-tech machines and high-tech listening and all that. It's like, oh, that's okay, though. No big deal. I just heard somebody the other day saying, oh, but Watergate had a real burglary. Well, what do you call uh, 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 lying to a FISA court? Coming up with a fake... This is Coming up with a fake dossier from a Christopher Steele who's working with the Russians and, 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 and being, and being uh, hired by Hillary's, by Hillary's campaign and Hillary herself... And to think that they don't think that that's important, I'm sorry, but spying on a candidate, and then they kept spying on him while he was president, all with a fake FISA warrant. And she gets away with it. No big deal. The two-tier system. Rules for thee, but not for me. The Democrats can do whatever they want. They're in power. And they know they have to stay in power or they're all going to go to jail because we're all demanding it. This is enough. This is ridiculous. Hillary destroying subpoena laptops and getting away with it and smashing up cell phones. How is that possible? And here Merrick Garland is trying to tell us that I am giving equal justice to all. You know what? Take some time from being the Amber Alert voice, Merrick Garland, and step back because you are not doing equal justice under the law. You are letting the Democrats get away with murder. Now Jeffrey Epstein comes to mind. Of course, he didn't kill himself. But you are. And you don't care about what... You're more involved in inventing crimes than going after real crimes. That is communism, folks. We are already living in Cuba. Wake up. I don't even know if we can reverse it at this point. We're living in communism. Here she is destroying laptops, and no big deal. Unbelievable. They destroyed the supply chain. The supply chain has been running forever, and these people get in control, and next thing you know, our shelves are empty. Are they doing it on purpose, or are they just that stupid? I really can't figure it out. You know, they got the skateboarder, Pete Buttigieg, in, ch in charge of all this, and he's instead putting on fake boobs to, uh, to milk his children, to feed his, his babies, while all of us have empty, empty shelves. And I guarantee you, 
Pete Buttigieg has plenty of baby formula. And I saw a video this week of a trucker who was trucking in baby formula and was told to bring it to a field. Look it up. I think it's on YouTube or TikTok. I'm not sure. I hope it wasn't on TikTok because I can't stand TikTok. It should be outlawed here. And this trucker was told that they were going to unload all these pallets. And she saw them destroying all this baby formula out in the middle of a field. This is scary, folks. I think they're doing this on purpose. I think they're trying to starve us on purpose. I think they're putting the supply chain so we get used to it, so we start grooming us, so we see empty, empty uh, aisles for us standing in line to wait for food. This is getting very, very scary. The list of the amount of warehouses that have been burned down with, with cattle, with chicken, with food supplies, look it up. It's scary. The 2030 Food Initiative is very scary what they're going to do. These people are tax and spenders with our, with our dollars like drunken sailors funding frivolous projects all over the world. You know, they just spent $300,000 to Botswana to promote LGBTQ social acceptance. So basically now we're exporting our wokeness. Are you kidding me? This is outrageous. Our tax dollars to export wokeness. I, if, we would be so outraged if we saw where our, where our sending our money. We need to demand an audit. These people have to stop having total control of our money. And now they're going after more of it. Now it's like we don't have enough. Not only are we going to tax you, but then we're going to go and hire 87,000 more IRS agents to squeeze out every penny out of you. And this is not going to be the 400,000 and above. Everybody says it. Every single expert has said it, except for the White House, who are a bunch of liars. And these Democrats are celebrating this fake, fake uh, Inflation Reduction Act. They were laughing. In the, they're laughing at us. They're laughing in the back room. It's a Green New Deal they passed. And then they attach all this other uh, BS stuff to it. Half of it is a Green New Deal, and that's all to, to uh, uh, empower China. It's absolutely crazy how they're spending our money. They spend it on bogus investigations like the Mueller report. Years and hours of these people spending on this BS, trying to pin anything they can on Donald Trump. Let me tell you, I am quite impressed with Donald Trump that they haven't been able to find anything on him, so they're now trying to fabric, fabricate stuff on him. Adam Schiff and all his, all his nonsense absolutely crazy we have kangaroo courts that don't even allow don't allow a defense that's communism people that's communism these people are here to enrich themselves with insider trading information oh no my husband's just very lucky with his trades come on nancy we're on to you all of these lifelong politicians they're millionaires if not billionaires all on the backs of us hard-working tax taxpayers they have their adult children laundering bribes from rogue countries and pretending to serve on energy company boards like in Ukraine and China. Are you kidding me? Nancy Pelosi and John Kerry. And we got Mitt Romney, the rhino Mitt Romney. He might as well be a Democrat. And Biden, all of them with their children over there funneling bribes, laundering bribes to them. These children don't have any expertise to be on these boards. These people have been put on their boards purely because that company wants access to that politician. And they're fine with it. And they do it arrogantly, right in our face. They don't care because they're in power and nobody's going to ever look into it. And that's why they're going to have to hold on to power for dear life. Because God forbid if Trump becomes president in 2024. These people cannot sleep at night. And I love that. They're in bed with China and the WF. They want to deliver America to them. They condone, they condone the protesting at a Supreme Court justice's house. No problem. No problem with having these poor Supreme Court. It's, it's illegal. It's illegal. Hey, Merrick Garland. Hey, Merrick Garland. Where is your Justice Department? Where, FBI, are your people to come and raid those, those protesters? No, no, it's okay. They can be out there making life miserable for poor Justice Kavanaugh, for poor Justice Thomas. Who cares? They can make their life as miserable. And somebody tried to assassinate Kavanaugh. No big deal. Didn't even come out in the news. They were like, sorry it didn't work out. 
That's what I literally think. Sorry it didn't work out because then they could put somebody in for themselves. They're hoping. They're hoping and praying some lunatic out there will kill one of these justices so they can have a spot to fill in. And then they sold uranium to Russia. Hillary with her little reset. She even called it the reset with Russia and had one of those little buttons from Staples, those little red buttons. I remember looking at Putin, looking at her like, is she for real with this big red button? Let's do a reset. Let's start from scratch. Really, Hillary? Here, Putin, we'll give you one third of our uranium. What the hell are we doing giving, giving Russia our uranium, doing any business with uranium, doing any business with China? These are our enemies. We need to pull out of all of our business, out of all of these companies, out, out, out of all of these countries. And we need to start manufacturing everything here. It is absolutely insane that China manufactures probably 80% of our pharmaceuticals. That's insane. I just don't understand it. So they're selling uranium to China. They sold oil to our strategic reserves and to the Chinese energy company. That's tied with Hunter Biden. Ah, there they are paying back the Chinese bribes. Selling our strategic oil reserves to the Chinese? Hey, Biden, the Chinese are our enemies. You got it? Stop helping them. I gave billions of dollars to Iran, who's now empowered to continue with their goal to have nuclear weapons. And John Kerry over there. John Kerry over there making all these deals with Iran. I'm going to read a little list later on that a friend of mine sent. And it's telling you about how all these people are connected to Soros and to Iran and to uh, well, Nancy Pelosi, to tell you the truth. Give billions of dollars to Iran. Hey, Biden, Iran is our enemy. Stop helping them. They awarded the Taliban billions of weapons and pallets of cash. Now ISIS and Al-Qaeda are running wild. Women and girls are not allowed to go to school. People are starving. 60% of the population is literally starving over there. We have empowered one of our worst enemies. Hey, Biden, the Taliban, ISIS, and Al-Qaeda are our enemies. Stop helping them. I remember when Obama set five Taliban leaders free in exchange for one deserter. All right, let's talk about that little story. Now, I remember everything I say on this show. It's just stuff I've read and stuff I believe. These are my opinions. I can't give you anything that I can't say anything is absolute fact because these are just my opinions. But this is me reading and watching documentaries and delving and researching. And this is what I learned about that little, that little Taliban exchange. They say, how is that treason? If I went over to, uh, to Guantanamo Bay and I set those five Taliban leaders free, I guarantee you I would be in prison for treason, and I should be. Yet Obama does it. The President of the United States, who should be held up to a higher standard, and nothing happens to him. And all we got back was a deserter. A deserter. A Bo Bergdorf, who had his fellow soldiers killed looking for him. And that's... So... Why did nobody make a big deal? First of all, he did it on, on a weekend. So hopefully that nobody would be, you know, so nobody would notice in the, and it wouldn't be a, all week long being reported. And nobody even reported or barely anybody reported on it. And why did that happen? You know why? Because the Taliban had him by the Corleones. All right, let's go back a little bit. Let's take out our pens and papers and make note. This is what happened. This is what I read happened. All right. And I believe every bit of it because now all the chips fall into place. So apparently, Obama and Hillary, to make a little side money, or maybe it was for the United States. I, I understand what I read, that Congress had no idea they were doing this. And that senators had no idea they were doing this. That Hillary and Obama were selling our weapon reserves from Qatar to Libya. And then Libya was selling it to the Taliban or giving it to the Taliban. I'm not sure on that part. Now, the Taliban has now one of these Stinger missiles, and they don't know how to actually weaponize it, but they knew how, they knew how to set it off. 
and they set off a Stinger missile, and it hit one of our helicopters. Thank God it didn't blow up because they were so stupid. They didn't know how to, how to uh, um, weaponize it. It did bring down the helicopter. They were able to land, but with this big missile inside of their helicopter. So they, the helicopter lands, and they look at the serial number, and they say, hey, wait a minute. This is one of our missiles. How in the world is the Taliban shooting us down with our own missiles? Thank you, Obama and Hillary. And that's why Libya was going to tell on them, and that's why they had to go to Libya, to go, go to Benghazi and try to get all of these weapons back from Libya, and they can't. And they can't. And that's why we had the whole Benghazi thing. That's why they couldn't have any air cover during the Benghazi tragedy. That's why Hillary wants you to stop looking into it. What difference at this point makes? She screams in her horrific voice. She doesn't want us to look into it. That's why she crushed all of her all of her laptops and her cell phones. That's why her and Obama had private servers talking to each other. Where's the FBI? Where's the DOJ on that? Those people were treasonous. Those people should be tried for espionage. They should be tried for espionage. And yet now they're trying to put the stink on Trump. Trump, who has proven how much he loves his country by telling the WEF to go F themselves. It's crazy. And now we're looking to swap a basketball player for Victor Bout, known as a merchant of death. That sounds like an even trade to me. Sounds like a good five Taliban leaders to a Bo Bergdorf exchange. I mean, I don't want the girl sitting and languishing in, in, a, in a Russian prison, but to set free the merchant of death because she forgot to take vape, vape pens out of her, out of her uh, luggage? Sorry, darling, you're going to have to suck it up. I'm not giving, I don't want to give this merchant of death uh, freedom. And this poor Paul Whelan, who was never even considered to be set free, now they're throwing him into the just throwing him into the package. So say, ah, look, we're going to get two for one. Yeah, two nice, decent people for one murderous monster. And that's the type of swaps that the, the Democrats do. This poor Paul Whelan. You know why nobody ever even noticed he was even there? Because he's your average white straight man. The average white straight man is, is persona non grata. Now you give me a, a, a black gay basketball player and oh, everything changes there. I have nothing against blacks or gays. But I don't like it when they're getting special consideration when this poor man has been in prison much longer than this girl. All I can say is that if her getting set free brings him free, then good. Then good, but not for Victor Bout. That's a crazy, crazy exchange. Another thing I can't stand about these Democrats is they're pushing this global warming narrative just to get rich and control people. They're doing this with the help of China and the WEF. I explained last week how the world has actually, for the last 20 years, gotten 1.8 degrees colder. And the, and the oceans have gotten 0.8 degrees colder. Or it may be the other way around. I'm, I'm forgetting those stats. But they're getting colder, nonetheless. The ice caps are growing. The polar bear population is growing. This is a total bogus uh, a, a narrative that they're giving us just so they can control us and it's all to help China. They're all in the pocket. Everything that goes with the Green New Deal comes from China. The oceans haven't risen. The ice caps are growing. Look at it. Just think of it yourself with your own logic. Do you see the, the waters in Miami Beach getting any closer to the, to, the, uh, to the streets? Do you see Venice going under? Do you see any of these islands going under? Nothing. Nothing of the sort has happened. People, open up your eyes. Don't just say, oh, somebody told me so. Oh, scientists. Told me. Scientists are crooked. Scientists can be bought. Stop thinking that just because the government told me so, it must be true. Open up your eyes. The government's lying to you. They're malevolent. They're intent on destroying the fossil fuel industry and castrating America. This is what it's all about. Castrating America. We have all this strength underneath us. And where do we go to get it? From Iran, from Venezuela, from Saudi America, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. I mean, really? 
If you if, if there's real global warming, how does that make any sense? Because they're the, the dirtiest drillers. Then we have to import it in, in tankers going across the ocean. How does that make sense that that's better for America? And if we're the only ones cutting out our emissions or Europe, how does that help the world in general if the rest of the world isn't in on it? This is just about screwing with America and the European countries, but mainly America, because we're the ones with, with, the, with, the, uh, with the oil. That's all they care about. They don't care about the slave labor that goes into making these electric cars and the solar panels and the windmills, the windmills that they can't, they can't recycle. They're literally biohazards. After five years, these windmills are useless, and they don't know what to do with them. Look that up, why don't you? These windmills are biohazards. They don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to just fill up, I guess, uh, hangers. Just fill them up and then have that hanger turn into a huge biohazard. I don't know what they're going to do with these windmills, but these windmills are eyesores. They don't produce enough energy, and they are dangerous as hell once they're no good after five years. Okay, so now we're going to get into the atrocities that are leading us into communism. Well, they're stifling free speech and through censorship. We all know that. You have the president being thrown off Twitter. We have uh, Facebook constantly monitoring everybody. We have uh, the, the colleges not letting um, right-wing people speak at the colleges. It's out of control. They're tearing down our religion. They're calling rosaries our extremist, as an extremist symbol. And it's a growing, quote, a growing contention of Christian nationalism, unquote. They're calling the rosary, quote, battle beads now. They're taking God out of every prayer and prayer out of everything. They want to take it out of the national anthem now. Not the national anthem, I'm sorry. The, uh, yeah, not the national anthem, is it? Jose, can you see? No, not the Jose, can you see? Uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, I'm sorry. They're trying to take it out of the Pledge of Allegiance because uh, one God, under, one nation under God is going to, hurt somebody's feelings. Well, whoever's feelings is hurt, if they don't like it, go back to the country and the God that they left. Because you're supposed to acclimate here again. All they do is label people to divide and conquer. They tear down our statues and historical figures. They tore down Teddy Roosevelt, that beautiful statue of Teddy Roosevelt in front of the Museum of Natural History. I, I can't believe that people are okay with that. Teddy Roosevelt, what the hell did he ever do to anybody? And they put up a statue, not in the same spot, but they had put up a statue of George Floyd. George Floyd, a thug who held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly during a home invasion. And this is who the left thinks is a hero and has pictures and murals of him up everywhere. That poor woman who has been traumatized for the rest of her life now has to look at that thug's face everywhere. It is absolutely a travesty of just... And then the George Floyd funeral with the glass casket and the horses and all that. Are you kidding me? The guy was a drug dealer. The guy was a home invasion. The guy was... All his future uh, uh, victims are now free of him. They hijack our media. Our media now is basically just a propaganda machine, like in all the communist countries. We're just down to just a few little teeny-weeny outlets that'll tell us the truth. And, they'll, and, and, the, and the propaganda machine will tell you, they're liars, they're liars, they're liars, when they're the ones who are lying to you. They don't want you to see. Like for an example, they'll tell you, oh, this woman threw her baby out the window. She's horrible. Look at the video. The woman throws a baby out the window. What a horrible woman. Let's all rally around her house and start screaming at her for, for throwing that baby out. And my, my, my liberal said, I saw her throw the baby out the window. I saw the video. It's true. They're telling me the truth. They tell you the half of the truth. The rest of that story is she threw her baby out the window into the arms of a fireman because the house was on fire. That's what you'll get when you tune in to the right-wing media. They'll give you the rest of the story. The left-wing will give you the half-truth and even show you the video and tell you, look, look, look. But they're lying to you by omission most of the time. That's what they do. They have completely taken over our media, just like in Cuba. They've infected all of our universities, teaching 
our children to hate this country. They have Confucius Institutes that are pro-China, pro-communist uh, programs in these in these uh, universities. They want to pack the courts so they can control their decisions. And they say that we're the ones who are trying to bring down democracy. And they want to pack the courts. They want to imprison people who disagree with them, going after the innocent people that were just walking around the Capitol, going after President Trump's associates. Now they're going after Giuliani and, and uh, 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 Hirschbaum, his lawyers, just for giving him legal advice. This is like in the show Billions, where the people in control hate someone so much that instead of like waiting for that person to make a crime, they look for the crime. And if they can't find it, they'll invent it. Where are the FBI teams going into the homes of Biden and Hunter and Hillary if it's supposed to be such an, such an equal justice under the law? They are, are now imprisoning this gentleman called Douglas Mackey for making memes, anti-Biden anti, uh, memes. Can you believe this? They call him a far-right Twitter troll, and they're putting him in jail. They hold kangaroo courts and investigations with no defense allowed. This is Cuba, people. This is Cuba. They weaponize the judicial and investigative bodies of the government, so crimes of treason go unpunished. Yeah. They go to, now they've grown the IRS six times its current size to go after you. They're not going to go after the people making 400000 and more. They're going to audit everybody who's a Republican. I know lots of people who are literally so scared they're changing their, their affiliation to Democrats just not to get targeted because everyone already wholeheartedly believes that we are under communism and we are, personal citizens are being targeted. It is very scary. They want to confiscate the phones of political opponents sending a team of FBI agents to grab the phone of Congressman Scott Perry while he was with his family and his in-laws just to humiliate him and, and, and make him feel embarrassed? Since when can they just take, up, take a congressman's phone? They raid and investigate and try the colleagues of their political opponents to discourage anyone from being with them. This is Cuba. They raid the homes of potential political opponents to see if they can fabricate anything that will tie him into the 2024, to, to stop him from running in 2024. This is all, all being funded by Soros and WEF. They rig elections, so there's no more, it's no more than a PR stunt using mail-in drop-in ballots. And now Biden has signed an executive order so that they can use Zuckerbucks to put up more ballot drop-off boxes. And to finish off, and we're almost finished today, the 60th reason I'm not a Democrat not all Democrats hate America, but all who hate America are definitely Democrats. All righty. So we don't have time to get into all my two-tiered system uh, uh, conversation here, but I do want to talk about the abomination of, uh, of the week, which is, of course, the, uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago and just the total going after uh, Trump. This is Stephen Miller. On uh, he was on Tucker Carlson, and he says it better than anybody. I love this man. We don't have equal justice. Nothing close to it. Look, that laptop is the longest confession on video recorded in human history. I don't think there's a library long enough to contain the list of crimes contained on that laptop. But more importantly, as this new story points out. It leads directly to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and Joe Biden. Imagine if Biden, just one day in his life, got the treatment that Donald Trump has gotten for the last six years. How many crimes would be uncovered? How much of that Hunter cash went under the table to Joe Biden or wasn't properly declared that was used to subsidize his lifestyle? Was that all reported to the IRS as a gift tax? Was that all above board? Joe Biden couldn't survive one hour of the scrutiny that has been on Donald Trump every single minute since the day he came down that escalator. Absolutely right. He said it. It is a crime spree. The Bidens are a crime spree. And yet Merrick Garland is trying to convince us that there's equal justice under the law. These people have got to go. We have to mobilize ourselves, people, and get them out. Okay, well, it's time to wrap up our hour. That went by so fast. 
please pass along uh, uh, my show to your friends and family. Please op- get, pull the heads of your ostrich uh, family members out of the ground. Start passing along the word. We really need to open everybody's eyes up. We really already have a Cuba going on here. If you're rich and you don't think that this inflation is hitting you, don't worry about it. It will hit you when they come come and take us all away like they did in Cuba because those are the last ones to always go are the rich. They'll be comfy, comfy, comfy until they finally come for you too. So don't get so comfy in your little uh, vacation homes and all that because if you don't do anything about it, eventually they'll come and get you too. Anyways, that's it. This is Maria with the Patriot Power Hour on WSQF Radio 94.5 FM in Key Biscayne and WSQFRadio.com everywhere else in the world. I hope you join me next Tuesday and I'll bring you back to your music previously on.